when I think about the common experience of anxiety, fear, and the resulting craving and loving of money, thinking about money, and wanting money, and getting all out of proportion with covetousness in our relation to money, few texts come to mind more frequently and have offered more help than Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. So, Father, as we face our fears and face our love of money, would you use this text, do this text in our hearts the way uh, the writer to the Hebrews intends for it to be done powerfully, miraculously, producing changes in the way we feel. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It is a huge question in the Christian life, isn't it, to how to obey commands to feel a certain way, feel a certain way, or not to feel, because we have so little control over our feelings. And so here we have an example of this. Keep your life free from the love of money. Well, love here is a feeling. This is not a commitment to money. This is, this is a craving of money. This is a passion for money. This is covetousness and, and desire and longing. It's, this is craving money as a means of security, as we'll see. Keep your life free from that. So how do you obey a command to be free from a feeling? And, to put it positively, be content with what you have. And contentment is a, is a feeling. So it's a command to have a certain feeling, namely peace and, and contentment. And if the stock market went down last week, which it did, as I'm recording this, a thousand points, and you have a 401k, which is your retirement, you may be not content. You may be anxious. And, and the Bible says, don't be. It says, be content. Tent, not anxious with what you have, and don't love money in such a way that you are craving it in a way that ruins your contentment. Now, what does Hebrews show us is the means by which God expects these commands to, to feel and not to feel be obeyed. And the answer is right here in this word for. So, Keep your life free from the love of money Don't and be content with what you have for. Here's the reason. Here's how it can happen. Here's the basis. And if we say it doesn't work for me, then we should not give up. The, the Bible is God's word. If it, if it gives reasons for why we should not love and be discontent, then we shouldn't give up until we pursue and experience what it tells us to experience. So here's how. For, he has said, and then he quotes Joshua 1.5, where God says to Joshua, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. 
And he has no problem with us Christians applying that to ourselves because in 2 Corinthians 1, 20, it says all the promises of God are yes in Jesus. And in Romans um, 8, 32, it says that uh, he who did not spare his son but gave him up for us all, will he not with him freely give us all things? And so if he's bought us at the price of his son's blood, then surely a promise made to mere mere Joshua would be applied to the very children, the blood-bought children of God. So yes, this is my promise as a Christian, even though it was made in Joshua 1.5 to Joshua. God says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That's the ground for not loving money and and being content. And then he, he shows how it works. Here's what you can Here's what you can say. Here's what you can confidently, that's a feeling. So now you have a, because you've, you've heard this promise, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. You say confidently. Now, why didn't he just say, so we um, believe or we trust this promise and the Lord. Now, now we know the Lord is my helper I will not fear what can man do to me. Man can't ruin me at all. But instead, he, he goes ahead and says, say. He, so we can confidently say. And do you think it's overdoing it to, to say? He expects us to preach to ourselves here. In other words, yes, this assumes believe. You have to believe this promise, I'll never leave you or forsake you, for, for any of these emotional effects to come. But believing is, is so elusive at times. I, I have read the Bible so many times, and I've, I've even cried out to God for freedom from anxiety at times. And I, and I get up and I walk away from my prayer kind of feeling, well, I hope that happens to me. Instead of saying, no, say those promises, believe those promises. Right now, exert your mind to put your hope in those promises. And maybe saying it is one of God's appointed means. So let's, let's put the pieces together. We've got, we've got a bunch of pieces here. We've got um, the promise of God. That's what color should we use? We've got the promise of God here. And we've got, um, therefore, the Lord is my helper here. And therefore, we've got the assurance that man can't ruin us here. And therefore, we are not going to be afraid here. And therefore, we are going to be free from the craving of the love of money as our security. And therefore, we're going to be be content. So let's let's put those on a sheet here, so you can see how they move, and then and then have a key uh, relationship to draw out, and then be done. So it starts one with God's promised presence, and then two is uh, the Lord is my helper and he he draws that out from the presence he assumes from the context of Joshua that to say I'm with you means I'm your helper 
So we know he's our helper and he won't ever leave us. And so man can't ruin us. And I draw that out from this statement. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? That's a rhetorical question that assumes an answer. Nothing. Well, he can kill you. And he can cause the uh, take away your money. He can steal things. But he can't, he can't ultimately ruin you. God is always going to never let anything happen to you but what he considers good for you. So no ruin coming from man. Therefore, I won't, we won't fear. And five, therefore, not fearing, we are freed from love, the craving for money as the ground of our security. We have a wonderful freedom from that now. And six, therefore, I enjoy contentment. Now, right here, right there, use a different color. Right here is the key, isn't it? Because that's where the four happened the therefore. God's promised presence is promised to me. Let's get rid of that. Therefore, all of these happen if I believe that promise and say, say these things. And so I would call all of your attention to God's promised presence. Believe that. Say it. Preach it to yourself. He's my helper. Man can't ruin me. I won't be afraid. I am free from the love of money. I now know contentment. That's how you obey a command to feel in the Bible.